Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. It's that time of the week again. I actually thought maybe I was a lesbian. <laughs> All the thoughts you're thinking, but not saying. This is just a potty for us to chew the fat, bitches to bitches. Stacey and I will go ham. Coming up this app. And he said, I, I, I think your vagina's going to explode. <laughs> Thinker Girl, the podcast with the Thinker Girls, Stacey June and Christy Mercer. You're listening to Thinker Girl, the podcast with the Thinker Girl, Stacey June. And Christy Mercer, welcome on over. Oh, we're not supposed Whoa. to intro anymore. Oh, no, have... because the voiceover lady already says it, so we've doubled up now. Hey, is... guys, do you, what do you like? Do you like our new intro? We've got our own song and everything now. <laughs> what do you guys think? Let us know on Facebook, please. We had one lady, one lady, the first episode a couple of weeks back. I think that was the Rachel uh, Finch episode. Yeah. We didn't even say anything and she, she noticed it. She Who said, did? Love the new sound. Oh. On Facebook, she sent it. And I f- completely forgot about it. Yeah, Forgot we that we do, did the new stuff, you know. God, back in the day, if we did anything new, a.k.a. had any money spent anywhere, <laughs> you would have heard about it for fucking weeks. You've got to make the most of that if you ca- you know, <laughs> now, you're spending cash Now it's like, yeah, next. It's like full on. We're not raking it in, Not guys. that we're money bags, just, yeah, just yeah. that we were so poor before. Yeah, like, yeah. It, was just a, it was a different level. Now yeah. we're like not as pov. We're still pov, <laughs> just not as pov as before. Um, you can hear a bit of a cackle in the background. This particular woman, it's so funny, this story, because... Because I have worked um, in all different kinds of jobs and one of them, but just before we broke, which is why I think the timing of working on this show and everything was just quite epic, a very epic, challenging, but also incredible time of my life. I worked on Family Feud Mm. and um, I made some incredible friends and we were off to the Logies and um, Family Feud were up for an award and all this kind of stuff and we got on the plane and weirdly, because I know everything about everybody and then let alone people that I work with and people I adore, I know like, oh, that's got to be their partner, got to be this, got to be that. And so I recognised Grant Denyer's wife on the flight. Because we and were whispering each other kind of on the flight because um, this particular lady had a big like dress bag, yes. like suit bag on the yes, plane and, yes. and we were going flying to where the Logies was. Yes. So we we're kind of like, who's that? Yeah, and I was like, no, no, yeah. I know who that yeah. is. And you go, I know. And then I was like, I've worked, I've mess- I've emailed her and things. I'm going to go say hello because I think, and also I adore Grant, so I wanted yeah, to say hi, yeah. you know, whatever. So then we we go over and we speak to this particular woman and the, resp- the just what we got back oh. was like a, like a like a beaming sunshine it was like in a warm our hug. face yeah. and it was like ridiculously <laughs> lovely and then we were just all giggling and I just was like oh this is just nice and she's just going to be our friend and that is Shezzy mm-hmm. Denya who joins us on the show this week Hello, hello, my two favourite girls. I was so <laughs> relieved to see you both oh. when we arrived at the airport. I was so nervous. I'd had my my fifteen thousand dollar dress 
sorry to the designer, scrunched up <laughs> at the top of the wreck flight from Bathurst. I was so nervous. I didn't know whether I should have a cup of tea, I should have some water, and then have I spilled the water down yeah. my yeah, have a yeah. shot of whiskey. I spilled the water down the front of my jeans and it looked like I wet myself and I was I was having a shock up. So. What we're what we're so delighted by though is that what we can also talk to you about today is the stuff that you're doing because we, as soon as we met you, you did light up and, and you are such a talent in your own right and you've been putting things oh, down you. into your website oh. and um, and you've launched that recently. It's called the Shezzy Diaries. The second I saw it, I was like, well, this is everything's as it should be. Like that, you need a platform to have your own expression <laughs> because everybody needs Thank to see you. what a crazy cat you are as well. You're hilarious. Um, so you can check it out, shazydanya.com.au. But is that been something in the making for a little bit? Do you know what? It's really random. I've been telling stories since I was really little and um, and Grant comes home after being away at work all week and, you know, the last thing he wants to do is, is hear someone talking in his ear. <laughs> and, and pitch, you know, pitch story arcs. <laughs> yeah. Hey, what do you think it is for a TV show, honey? He's like, yeah. I'm spent, babe. <laughs> I really struggle because I, I laugh at my own jokes all the time and I can never I can never get to the punchline because I'm normally on the floor rolling around and he just kind of... That is like, us. That actually is us and thank God we've got yeah. each other to cover each other yeah. like to cover that over we, of each other we watch our own videos like we think everything is seriously hilarious. though we yeah. actually do moments after just doing it we're like oh yeah. fuck that was really good when that happened seven that. moments ago I so love that you gotta dig yeah. yourself you gotta dig what you do Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Life, you know, life's meant to be fun, and you're meant to have a good giggle at yourself. So I look. I, Grant kept telling me to call all my friends, you know, go and tell them the stories, and they all had kids, and you know, I live on a farm, 28 acres outside of Bathurst. It's you know, it can be lonely at times. I've got two wild children, so. I um yeah, just late last year, someone said to me, "Why don't you just start writing and putting it on a website?" And um and I, I kind of panicked because I pretty much failed every type of writing I ever did. Oh, um, that was the same same story so as me. Yeah, I, a few yeah. people said to me you should write, and I was like, "Nah." My year twelve lit teacher, literature te- teacher, told me I was it really shit, you, and it stuck it? with me too. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and it it kind of wrecks your confidence. Um, and you know, I I studied journalism um, and theatre media at uni, and I loved the acting side and I loved the comedy side. But when it came to having to be really succinct and to write, you know, everything into a really small news story, I failed mm. abysmally. You know, um, and so I never kind of thought that I would you know, write something and then I just got kind of pushed into it late last year and I thought, well, let's just give it a go and just taken off. It's, um, oh, yeah, we're so glad. We're bizarre. so glad. And your Instagram <laughs> and everything's hilarious uh, at <laughs> Shezzy Denya is where people can find you. Now, if you yeah, haven't listened thanks. to our, our show before, um, we chew the fat on this podcast. It's our, our homeboy. And <laughs> um, we each bring a gem to the table, something that's on our mind we're thinking but not saying. You can hear us across the Mix and Kiss networks as well. Uh, from weeknight seven till nine, um, but let's do a quick contents to chew the fat and give people a bit of an idea of what they're going to expect for the rest of the show. Just a, a bit of a headline, mm-hmm. Shez. What do you want to bring this week? Well, um, this morning I've I've kind of been toying about a new topic that I'm that I want to write about. Um, it's something that I've been thinking about, but I'm not really game enough to do it. But anyway, um, here we are. Yeah, this is the podcast. This is the place. Okay, yeah, okay. tying in with the tagline. Well. <laughs> So um, uh, 
I was thinking of titling it the day I thought my vagina would explode. Oh, you should get into oh, radio. What welcome. a hook. Welcome. <laughs> what a hook. Like, can you get any bigger than that? We will hold you till the end because you are the tease. We'll keep them in. We'll keep them in. Shezzy Denya, vagina explodes. Oh, she's done well. I can't wait to hear about that. Excellent. That's hilarious. What a and, privilege. And how hilarious to hear it here and first. And we're so glad that we're that it's not our vaginas that potentially may have exploded. Yeah, That's not, a refreshing change. Yeah. <laughs> Because we usually, our guests, like, don't feel like you have to keep up with us, but you have just put that vagina front centre. You are setting the pace and your vagina too. Oh, good. All right, well, okay, okay. I hope my husband's not listening to this because he'll um, die. In the title, he, uh, he nearly died. Yeah. I think he's got some idea about what we do on this show, so I'm yeah. hoping that he wasn't too shocked. I'm not sure if he thought you were going to contribute to that caper. Um, I want to talk about my dating life and starting again. Oh God! <laughs> I just feel like I feel like I've come back to the starting line so many times. Yeah. Um, but I don't feel depressed about it. I okay, don't want good. that to be like a, oh, how annoying. But at the same time, I don't know. I, I wonder why I, I, I am having all these different starts, I mm, suppose. Mm. Um, so, I want to bring to the table, where is the line when you want to help somebody and you want them to be the best person they can be, where's the line between them needing to figure out um, that for themselves or you – continually feeling like you need to pressure and push them into it. Let's sandwich Shezzy because yeah. I reckon because yeah. she's done such a good hook, we'll do her second. Oh. We'll, we'll get to you second um, because that people might not want to hang on till the end. They don't want to hear us babble. They yeah, to, that's true. That's very pe- good. Yeah. Some people here for you. Do you want to kick this yeah, off? Yeah, I'll kick this off. This is something that I've been thinking about, I reckon, for a number of years, maybe like two years, three years. I've been with my man for eight years now and we um, are uh, – really good together for a lot of different reasons. But one of the things that I'm most proud about us and our relationship is that we push each other to be the best versions of ourselves, personally, work-wise. And I think that's been a really nice foundation to kind of set our relationship up on because um, a couple years into our seeing each other, we were young at the time, but still two years down, I got a job yeah. offer to move to possibly the furthest place away I could move to the far north Queensland for my first ever radio job. And when I told my boyfriend that I got this job, I started bawling my eyes out. I think partly because I wanted to go, but then partly because, well, I, I also didn't. So part of me wanted him to say, stay here because I want to be with you. But then Mm. that was that – and the entire time I'd lived away, we did long distance like four and a half years, that was never – Never something that he ever said to me once. Like he was always the person mm. that I would be going. I want. I just want to come home. I just. And he was like, "You're not coming home. You're staying there." So I think that's been a really special thing, um, where a lot of the times he he pushed me to be like, "No, you got this. You can do this." I I when I was the one that often was like, "I'm not strong. I can't. Mm. I can't do this anymore." And he was like, "No, you can, and you will. You're going to do it." So then. Aww. It's beautiful. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. It doesn't happen very often. No, it's 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 special. So Mm. then, on the on the other foot, I reckon, I don't know. In particular, the last few years, and and honing in it on even the last say six months in particular. I've really ramped up working on myself a lot more. I had a few issues with drinking and um, just being able to work on a a few things I've got going on that I reckon I've been avoiding for a long time. So then, of course, the minute that you start doing – I've always been, you know, a 
bit more self-aware, I guess, than the next person and, and interested in wanting to make myself better and talking and being open and all that stuff. But I reckon that's been definitely ramped up most like most recently. And when yeah. you when you ramp that stuff up in your own life, you then want to kind of do the same for everybody else. And I've had to yeah. learn that the hard way that just because I've read a book that I feel has changed my life or just because I've had this aha moment doesn't mean that everybody else in my life has to do the same. Yeah. Are you talking specifically about him though? <clears throat> yes. With a lot wow. of people in my life, my family and stuff, um, I've had to kind of rein myself in because I'm like, just because it worked for me or I feel amazing because of it and I get really excited, you need to do this, that it's mm. not where maybe where they're at and they don't want to hear it and they don't need that's not what what they want. That m- might but not even work best. There's for them. something. There is a different conversation with you doing it for your family and you doing it with your partner. Yeah, and that is because like, it's it's a different dynamic. I think. Yeah, and that's where the focus has been mostly. That all this stuff I've been doing and and I feel the best that I've ever felt, the happiest I've ever felt, like genuine, like contentment and and an idea of self worth and all that stuff. I'm like, oh my god. Zane, you need to kind of you need to start doing this, and this this is something over the last probably two years where he's kind of said bits and pieces here and there um, that I that I just go that's a red flag, like because he doesn't he doesn't talk that much, and but when Mm. he does, it kind of like all spews out of him, and then it's silent for another six months, and then it happens again. This feeling of like isolation and loneliness, and I guess there's this added pressure on me that I carried for a long time that I wasn't helpful at all where he's moved away from his family and his friends interstate to um for to move where my work was but we've essentially built a life together here but I think there was a lot of guilt that I felt for a long time mm, um around responsibility yeah with him having to drop his shit and then kind of come to my beck and call and I know that's not true but there is yeah. this underlying feeling on my behalf and I know there has been on his too where mm. that is something that underlying every now and then pops up that he fi- that he kind of feels like that that he's kind of I don't know gone along with what I want to do for some time and feel like he's put his own stuff on the back burner and a lot of yeah. these things I'm like we we will make we'll make this work like but at the same time there's a there's a lot of stuff that he needs to do in himself that he knows and we've had these huge long conversations that go round and round and round but at the end point they really get to a a real resolute place where mm. he goes yeah I need help I need to speak to someone now mm. I get it and then and then we're both on the same page and then yeah. radio silence nothing mm. Mm. but it's like the old saying you know you can lead a horse to water but you can't make it drink my dad said that yesterday it's, actually yeah it's like I hate that saying but it's so true and it's so applicable I mean he might be in a bit of denial you know until until something happens to you, like until it kind of snaps in his head that he needs to, you know, make these changes, you can probably say all you like and it will frustrate the hell out of you, but you just... And I think all you can do is control how you feel about it, I suppose. Like you're only, you're the only driver in the seat for yourself. Yeah. So, you know, that's obviously a thing where um, you love him and you're committed to him. And, and I think it's, it's a tricky one because at the same time, by the sounds of it, you know, he's really was able to 
push you and kind of um, and encourage you to get to your best self at a time where you needed. And I think sometimes yeah. couples go in peaks and troughs. Like, you know, that could be, by the sounds of it, a bit of time where you're needing to do that for him, you know. Mm, but yeah. I guess the thing I always say to my friends from just my own p- perspective is that I think it's easier to sometimes be um, a cheerleader for someone when they're currently in the flow of working on it. Mm, it it's yeah. harder when they're not, and yeah. I and it happens yep. with a lot of my friends. Um, and I'm and I'm not I'm going to gender stereotype, but it has it comes up a lot with men mm. because we're often yeah. going at it with a bit of a flow. You yeah. know, we're kind of showing yeah. and giving them a bit of an idea that when we're in a bit of a pickle, and this is a, a stereotype, but I'm just talking about my mates and, yeah. and what I've yeah. seen and what I've seen from you is that you can show them or your partner a little bit more of the progression, whereas some guys it's like nothing for you and then maybe there's like a change yeah. or maybe there never is. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't yeah. know, but it's it's different the way that I feel like a lot of my girlfriends have approached things because they might be like they've definitely stepped up and supported them, but at the same time I feel like they've all given them a little bit of a I am getting better, I am, whereas with dudes it's like you don't get that that regular hit to no, see that there's anxiety. And that's the hard part, I reckon, because it doesn't get spoken about again until I bring it up. And the most frustrating part of it all is I know he's on board and wants to do it and because we have these conversations and he's like, yeah, I I get it. I know I need to do this. And and he's so forward thinking in a lot of ways and I know how good it would be yet yet that's the bang your head up against the wall moment because I'm, I'm like we're on the same page until we're not. Shazzy, how long have you mm. guys how long have you guys been married? We've been married 7 years next weekend. Yeah, and how do you, how do you mm. gauge that kind of different approach of I don't know things that you think should be the way but then it's more of a personal journey like you know Oh, look it's an it's a real balancing act. Mm. Um I think you know very early on we had um a really interesting um, setup after Grant broke his back and um, and he wanted to go back into car racing mm-hmm. and, you know, I just thought, no, this is not right and um, I had to kind of bite my tongue a lot and, and let him kind of find his feet mm-hmm. um, and it, that's hard. It was probably one of the hardest things but he just wanted to put his head in the sand a lot because that's a typical guy thing. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. It is. Um, mm-hmm. And that, that is hard. It's really hard. I've seen friends with like boy, uh, like um, their partners, boyfriends um, hate their jobs. Yeah. Like it's a big yeah. one, and they yeah. won't change it. It's yeah. a similar kind of idea, and they, and they just, just whinge about it constantly. Oh, and I just yeah, see which... it drain the life out of them. Like I've watched yeah. it, like just seep out. It's almost like your friends going paler and paler. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> and there's nothing you can do but just like because they love them. So and you love them, yeah. but they're there because they love them, you know, yeah. but you're watching them go, you're getting really pale. Yeah. <laughs> and I and I love your partner, but I don't feel the love you feel, but I can just see you going paler. So I don't really know what to do here. My you approach just... at the moment is just bite my tongue and be and well, let him come yeah. when he when he wants to because I don't know. I feel I feel a bit torn sometimes because I'm like I know how important it is to speak up about how you're feeling, and often I get in this cycle and have this conversation in my head where I'm like, "Fucking hell!" and I get uh, and I get frustrated and go round yeah. and round. I think I'll I'll give till the end of the week, and because hopefully he'll have brought it up by then, or um, you know, not wait for me to bring it up, and then it gets to the end of the week when I kind of said and I, and I get myself into a bit of a tease, but never say anything, and he's like, "What's wrong? Are you okay?" And a lot of the times like, I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, but I've I've actually st- the last few weeks started practicing where I'm like, I'm now I'm fine, and I won't say anything because I'm like I don't what's want the point. What's yeah, it yeah. hasn't worked before, and but that's, is it impacting on you? That's like, is the it catch. impacting on you got every day? Because yeah. you have to address it, whether you address how you react to it. I mean, if it's impacting on you and on your relationship in a negative way, mm. then I think you have to. You know, you have to raise it. You have yeah, to talk about it. You can't go on for too long because then you yeah. end up being in a relationship, you know, and it's got it's been an issue for five and years, and you go, "Where's my life gone?" Yeah, like, and it's I don't so exactly. Clear, you, know? yeah. you don't yeah. want to do that either. But that's a real personal one because yeah. that's something that no one can really tell no. you how to go. You know what your gauge is. It's you hard, know what yeah. makes you happy and what will be your your um, I suppose lines in the sand with you've got to really yeah. seriously change this v yeah. what you won't like that's something that no one can decide um, in terms yeah. of what your I guess mm. not not deal breakers but those kinds of things that you put your boundaries down with yeah that's tricky yeah, yeah. it's tricky yeah. to decipher and it's different for everybody yeah I got a bit more waiting time but I just I'm trying this new approach and see well, how it's not about go, waiting but... time it's also I think about just knowing um, you know because there's also acceptance I suppose on um, who people are too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Missed anything from the Thinker Girls this week? Don't worry. We've been waiting for you at thethinkergirls.com.au to catch up. Shezzy, we want to hear about your vagina explosion, please. Okay. Um, so I, I had my second child uh, 17 months ago. Congrats. Um, yeah. Thank you. She's thank so you so cute. much. Um, and I... It was really strange, and I'm not quite sure how to, um, you know, how to broach this because it's, you know, quite personal. But anyway, we'll just <laughs> lay it all out there. So, um... hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot; we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. You know, one day I'm having a shower, struggling to try and shave my very swollen legs. Um about three months out from having um, my daughter Mm -hmm. and I feel like at the top of my leg this lumpy grossness um, that feels like it's like a really swollen mozzy bite I don't know. So so we're talking about your thigh or around like the V of your vagina like around the the pelvic area? Like the top of my thigh. Yeah, okay. yeah. So I'm feeling yeah. there, and then like I can't look underneath my belly because my belly's huge. Yeah, like, of course, think, yeah, yeah. You know, fifteen kids inside this belly. That's yeah. how big I was. Yeah. Um. And so anyway, I try and get the shower mirror, and I'm having a look, and I'm you know trying to look. I can't look. So anyway, I think. I'm are you trying to, to look at your shower. thigh, or you're not thinking it's anything to I'm, do with your your crutch or your vagina at this I'm point? I'm thinking that that 
my vagina is falling down my leg. What oh the my god! Fuck? Were you experiencing I'm, I'm, any I'm pain? Like no, there's no pain whatsoever. There's like a big, hard, weird, squishy lump that that starts at the top of my thigh and goes up to the oh lip my of my vagina. And good I'm thinking, Lord. what do I do? So <laughs> do, and and do you catch it? And what if it's not attached? Like, is it just going to fall? What if it? Yeah, <laughs> it's under my skin. What if it's the baby's umbilical cord coming down through my leg? Like, oh what? My the, oh my god! And you know what? Yeah. You can read all the books you want, but you just will never oh, know everything. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, you no, don't yeah, freaking no. know. Well, especially when you can't see. Yeah, you can't see what it is so, either. So I'm panicking, you know, and I'm trying to calm myself down. I get out of the shower. Luckily, Grant's home and I say to him, I need you to look at something. He's like panicked because normally, you know, normally I'm pretty calm and I laugh and, you know, I look pretty stressed. And he says, what is it? And I said, you're going to have to look, I'm going to have to lay on the ground. And you can imagine I'm really heavily pregnant, so it's not a pretty sight. So I lay down on my back. I put my legs up in the air and I say to him, you're going to have to get a light because I think the baby's umbilical cord's coming down my leg or something. It's like I've got so an alien this, under my skin. So you were still pregnant at this point? Yes. Yeah, I was you were. Okay, sorry. Months. I thought you meant you had she. That you, you were two months after. Okay. Oh, so two no, months so to go. Chessie, are so you I'm, thinking that the umbilical cord is coming down the inside of your leg? Yes. Oh, Sorry, not okay. the outside. I thought your vagina was falling out because you'd had the no. baby. Okay. Oh, so well, this is fucking terrifying was, then because you're still cooking your child. Yeah, yeah. All right. Sorry. I didn't realize. I'm with you now. Yeah. So I've got two months to go and I'm huge. I can barely move. I've got this lump that feels like it's something really weird, like on the top of my thigh. I know it goes to the top of my you know, vagina. I try and look at it myself in the mirror. I can't look. So I have to get you know, the husband. It's not nice asking your husband, you know, to look at something. He's petrified of what he's going to find. He has to get a light down there and he's like, his face, I'll never forget the expression on his face. It was like he'd seen a car crash. Oh, shit. (laughs) And I went, what? What is it? Tell me what it is. And he said, I I think your vagina is going to explode. They were here. Oh, that's a good way to approach it, isn't it? Oh, my, your vagina. What did he see to say that? So, as it turns out, it was a varicose vein that that never appeared before for my leg, went right up to like my left hand vagina flap, and it was like (laughs) elephantitis. So, oh, this you is know what? Far. I had no pain and I was out power walking till that day. Then all of a sudden I, w- I would walk like I had the baby's head between my legs. Oh, my God. I thought God. this thing was going to explode. I couldn't get in to see my doctor for another week. Did you so feel that literally... baby was safe, though? Did you, did, you know, did you kind of have an instinct with that or were you? Well, I, I called the obstetrician that day and I said, you've got to help me. Grant thinks that my vagina is going to explode and she thought it was hilarious and she asked me, you know, what it looks like and I explained and she said, no, look, it's a varicose vein. It's very common. Oh, you know, wow. Not so pressure so on she it. knew yeah. without even seeing that, Shazie, just yes. from what you described? Yes. Oh, GD, oh, yep. your vagina yep. is going to explode. Oh, the woman I... is two months ready to pop with her legs be- in, her, in the air and that's what he comes up what with. What a thing to yeah. say. <laughs> I know. Because in the end, it now, oh, but God, I at tell the you, time, I'm panicked. 
And I walked literally, as I said, like I had the baby's head coming out between my legs. Like I walked like it was going to explode until I saw the obstetrician and she assured me, you know, that it it was all perfectly normal. And I said, why don't people talk about Exactly. I was about to say, this is your second pregnancy too, you know. Like you think by this point you've heard everything there is to hear and maybe not because you've experienced it, but maybe because of other people. Mm, But, mm. oh, God, there's so much that you don't. We none of us here, even if you've had three, four, like exactly it's everything. But you know, you know, the funniest thing is that I started talking to some girlfriends about it, and they were like, "Oh my gosh, I had that," and I thought, "Why oh. do you talk about this?" And they were so embarrassed, and I thought, you know what? It's like the varicose vein has gone now, and I'm, I've checked several times to make sure, <laughs> and it's gone. You can't even tell. There's no trace. Oh my god! Um, but if I, you know, if I decide to have another baby, which is, you know, not and happening now, um, not sure. <laughs> that sounds like a contentious issue. I'm yeah. Not happening. Um, but it's funny because now everybody knows that listens to this show already will will have some idea of what that is. What and a service is, you've done, yeah, Shizzy. That, no, seriously. And without yeah, it's important. It really, really is. Because if <laughs> you is, could if yeah. you could stop one person having that awful experience that you did slash yeah. having a husband tell you yeah, that your vagina yeah. is about to explode and then they yeah. say, You're a moron. Shizzy Denya told me that it was a <laughs> that it was a varicose Shizzy vein Denya that runs up to my flap. <laughs> yes. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I laugh about it now, but I was I was distraught yeah, for the week. You know, I yeah. thought I I literally thought I might bleed out when I found out that it was a vein. Like, why is it bulging? Will it ever go? You know, back down? I won't be able to wear bikini pants because it looks like I've got a penis. Yeah, you know? that's oh my so god! Cool. I, just, I didn't even yeah. think of all of yeah, that. Yeah, because it's the cord oh. look thing. Yeah, yeah. good yeah, lord. Oh, yeah, yes, that's scary. Sound, it's slash, hilarious slash traumatic. Because in the end, you would have probably had to calm him down, which is just annoying. <laughs> oh, I know. And when we went to the obstetrician, he played it cool. You know, I oh. thought that there was nothing to worry about. You know, she was panicking over nothing. And, oh, yeah, yeah, know, yeah. The yeah. vagina explosion was a joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it was like keeping it real. Yeah. yeah. Oh, good lord! That's Lord. Hilarious. How do I follow up that story? Yeah, it's very good. Absolutely, Chizzy. good lord. Oh. Reckon the girls are over. Sharers. Wait till you see them on Snapchat. <laughs> see what goes down behind the scenes. Follow the Thinker Girls on Snapchat. So I came back from India and um and have just you know been really focused on slowing down this year you know our work is really busy and things are really good but I feel like there is I wanted to be able to find a way to activate some slow into my life Mm. especially because I wanted to not have a day where it was so go 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 where I didn't have an opportunity to think about any other things in my life i.e my love life and my personal life yeah because yeah you know not only is it challenging meeting someone where you're dissecting your dating life on air mm, mm. <laughs> um but also just the the time thing you yeah. know like we do a night yeah. show and and we're in you know up we're in the peak of you know a, a really great purple patch so it's tricky yeah. so I think that it's not so much about me wishing that my life was different because I'm living my dreams mm. so I don't want to wish that away and I think up until this point I had kind of thought oh, this is holding me back from meeting someone. And that was a real negative thing because mm. it was like, you know, in the end, I'm going to have to find someone that's going to work with my life because I love my life. Yeah. So yeah. if I put yeah, them in yeah, two yeah. different baskets, that's a dangerous and thing And when to was do. that that you made yeah. that realisation? Um, I think it's when I became more confident 
in liking my life. I know mm, that sounds ridiculous, mm-hmm. but I separated them a little bit mm. because in a way, I don't know. I, I, and I think actually I'm going to take that back. I'm going to stop doing that. I think I've just made excuses. Uh-huh. Mm. Actually, I've got to cut the bullshit here. Excuses as to what? Why you don't, haven't found somebody? Is yeah, I think yeah? I've made excuses to not really let my guard down. Okay. And I just constantly will come up with reasons and ideas and different things. And because I'm so um, self-aware and I do so much work, I've got all the words, mm. all yeah. the words in the yeah. world, all the wisdom in the world too. But when yeah. it comes to... But you're a little bit scared. Yeah, I think I yeah. have been. Yeah. And I, I think I think I've been scared the past 12 months. I think before then I yeah. actually really wasn't ready. I, I came out of a big relationship, wanted to get my career down pat. And I think... You know, I think for a good two, three years there, I wasn't in the space to get back into something. But then telling yeah. yourself and everybody else that maybe you were? Um, I think I was always like I'm open because I mm. like relationships, mm. but I think I was yeah. scared of being a woman that didn't want a relationship. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what mm-hmm. that meant. And mm. I didn't like, I didn't, I thought if I ever said that out loud that that maybe would jinx me or put me in a box that meant I didn't never wanted one. And yeah. so I was scared to yeah. say that out loud. Mm. So I would always say, I'm looking, but whatever, whereas I don't think I was. Mm. And then, you mm. know, cut to 12 months ago, I was really open. We yeah. got the job yeah. and I was like, nah, this is game on. This has got to be my timing. And then mm. for a year I did the work thing or I did this thing where there was this storyline mm. around why I couldn't. And and I don't know, I just have decided to cut the bullshit. And mm. I think when I say bullshit, I don't think that it, I'm, I'm not being harsh on myself, but I'm less language and more trying to open up as opposed mm. to analyse myself, yeah. like act on what I say. That being said, though, I don't reckon you could have that self-awareness to even sh- cut the bullshit if you're not aware that you've been doing it. You know, like you've probably, as you say, been bullshitting yourself but not actually realising that you have been until you're not. And now that you're not, you can, yeah, have hindsight. I don't feel embarrassed. But the thing is, every step of the way I've documented on this very podcast. Mm. So it's crazy. I would prefer to put a fork in my eye than to listen back to that. (laughs) Because I just cannot cope with the fact of, of how backwards, forwards, backwards, forwards I've gone. And it's my journey and I've got to find a way to love it. But I find myself, and that's what I want to talk about today, at the start the the start line again, and yeah. I feel like I've been here several it's times. A it's a different race. It, yeah, it's yeah. true. It's a different race. You're you're better trained. You've been, you know, when you're talking about the metaphor of you know of starting line again, you've you've been training differently this time. You've got a different coach. You've you know you've been eating better. Um, so it's a different race. Yeah. And I feel that and I don't mm. even feel like I'm in this one to win. Mm. I feel yeah. like I'm in it to just be the best version, which yeah. is ridiculous because yeah. I didn't even think about it until you said it like that. And then I went, but it's not fast and I'm not trying to get to the end. And yeah, yeah. It does feel a vi- little bit different. But the beginning, I do feel like I've got this really blank canvas and it's like I've always done, you know, I do a lot of kinesiology and, and she's really into obviously um, visualising what you can do. And with work, I could always do that. I could always, you know, write down my dreams and have an idea of what I um, what I wanted and, and just a lot of degrees I've been able to attract that, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm, and be yeah. able to see it come and happen mm-hmm. re- before my very yeah. eyes. But with my relationship, it always felt a little bit like I was writing a story. Yeah. You know, and yeah. I'd be like, this would be the good the best and whatever 
Whereas this morning for the very first time, last night I went to bed and I was like trying to visualize something because she says, go to a date, visualize you your life as if there is someone in it and, and you're living it, just how you feel, what you see. It doesn't, you don't have to have it all figured out, but just have your imagination. You know how I've said on the show before, it's so important that adults continue to dream because yeah. that's how you yeah. create what Absolutely. you want. Yeah. And have you have you not been doing that in terms of finding somebody for the last you few months? I haven't. Imagining? Since I had the clean slate, I haven't been okay. able to really. I've okay. been it's like a writer's block kind of. And then this morning, I wrote a little scenario out, which I had done before plenty of times, but this one was so different. How it was so specific, and it was it was integrating him into the show, into our oh. show, which. I never imagined because I think, and it's all symbolically, mm. this is all yeah. not, he's not actually, you know, he's not a third thinker girl. But I mean, <laughs> I, I more think symbolically yeah. I was embarrassed or worried that I talk about my sex life or those were things that were big fears of mine. Mm. Whereas I started yeah. writing and sure enough, this picture was him on the show and I oh. surprised myself because oh. I wasn't like I thought about it. I just oh. daydreamed something and started writing it down and it was him doing something on the show and I couldn't believe it. Because there like, he is accepting like he, who you are and there. exactly what Whereas you do. Six months ago I was like, yeah. yeah, he would not yeah. just supporting like I had this feeling of him looking at me with like how he, I actually wrote the words, he finds me at work really sexy. And I couldn't Ooh. believe I was writing this stuff. I'm actually still in a bit of shock because it was only this morning. And so, <laughs> and but because I was so different just six months ago. How yeah. do you, for anybody listening that's maybe feeling so here, like yeah. they're in a similar position or going back and forth thinking they're ready when they really weren't, mm. how did you get that when you say three months ago there was this place where I felt there was a clean slate. Obviously you do a lot of work on yourself, mm. but was there something yeah. in particular, a way of thinking, something somebody said, something you read, or do well, you think it's just timing that you clicked from all of that to go? I'm a very spiritual being and I think um, the numerology, everything comes up to nine years and it was one of those, mm. um, at the Chinese New Year this year was a new start yeah. and I think that I just had a lot of lessons to learn and I, I actually think that I'm very in tune with the full moon, all that kind of stuff. Mm. So I think yeah. there's obviously a lot of things that are going in my life, but I think it all makes a lot of sense for me to have had this clean slate because nine years as well was a lot of lessons I had to learn from my past, I think. And and yeah. and being able and to, to be open for the next person who's going to come along, you know, you you mm. need to go through a couple of pretty tough lessons. <laughs> Work on yourself mm. and be ready. Be yeah, open. Be I open think, to the universe. And I think for me, um, my love life has been um, one of those things I had to learn the most because I don't have all of these great examples in front of me. I don't have many examples of women that have held out as well. Yeah. I just don't mm. have that many. I'm sure they exist. I just don't have a heap that are in front of me that I know. So, Waiting for the yeah. right person. Yeah, and just yeah. had made a decision. I learn and the way I love is kind of investment and I'm yeah. in it, whereas a lot of my other girlfriends will have lots of shorter relationships. And mm. I try. I yeah. kind of thought, oh, why isn't that me? Or is there something wrong with me? I just have learned that's not how I operate. So mm. I just feel like yeah. I don't have a lot of people like that in front of me. So I have had to really carve my own way, which mm. I think has been – Maybe it felt like a little bit slower than other people, I suppose, because mm. I, I felt like I haven't had anyone to kind of look beyond, you know. But that feels like yeah. my entire life, to be honest. I was, yeah. I was going to say, I, I don't I know. I never really – I'm always the, at the front. Yeah. It's, it's annoying. Mm. That being said, though, I don't know that there's many people in anybody's life. I can't think of anybody in my life, the whole holding out thing, though. 
I, d- I think yeah. that would be pretty rare for people to think of, of of women in particular that have done that. And my with ki- relationships. And, and yeah, I've been told that from yeah. even professionals saying it doesn't really happen, Stacey, because mm. a lot of people don't like to be alone. Mm. So you've Absolutely. Kind of learnt that. Um, yeah. And that's a. She says it's definitely a good thing. You don't have to think you're a freak. I think also, too, it's good to know what you don't want in a relationship, yeah. what you don't want to compromise, because a lot of the times we think, um, you know, oh, what do I want? What I, I want to picture, you know, exactly what my partner will look like. I want to picture what my life will be like, you know, when they make my life better. But you need to also, you know, write the list. What don't I want? What don't I, you know, what what would make me happy um, and try and find someone who, you know, fits and loves you for you, fits mm. yeah, in your and life. I, and I think embrace mm. that and talk about it. Yeah. I get a bit embarrassed from doing that stuff with my love life. Not many people talk – nobody hardly talks about it. I think it. it's yeah. great. Yeah. I think it's excellent. There's so many people out there who are, you know, going through exactly the same thing. Yeah, because think and about it. I've always say Sam Armitage gets such a hard rap because she's like she the does. only single – like there's so – not hardly any of us no. that are in the media talking about being single. No. Like it's like in America right. it's like this massive big thing that people are like cashing in on. Mm. And yeah. here I think we don't do it. I because can't think of anybody. Culturally yeah. we don't support it. Culturally, we don't like being embarrassed, and I think Australia, culturally we, we don't like women to be single. Mm. I think it, it's it's a, it's definitely a bit of a sexist thing. I think it, it makes yeah, people absolutely. uncomfortable. It makes you, you know, it makes you think what's wrong with them. Yeah, you know, and I, I think that's yeah. why people aren't coming out yeah. and speaking about it more because yeah. people look at Kylie Minogue, the poor bitch. Mm. You know, yeah. she's gone through whatever way oh. she wants to do her life, but everyone here rips it, like. It's just a real intrigue that it's not just an innocent intrigue. Oh, we want the best for our Carly. Oh, bullshit. Yeah. yeah. You know, there's something so underlying about everyone loving watching everything mm, in their yeah. terms fuck up, you know. Mm, yeah. Whereas Absolutely. often my mate and I are obsessed with Carly and, and he was like, you know, everybody doesn't know the fact that she's probably going to bed, having a good night's sleep in her fucking million. Like she's probably just fine. Yeah. You know, like yes. we don't know what her choices are. Like we don't know. You don't know. She probably prefers good Chinese. Yeah, over, exactly. You know, who the so fuck true. knows? Yeah. Yeah. But people know. putting the attaching their but own But no one stuff. knows, yeah. yeah. So That's I think right. it's um, exactly. i got to talk about it as much as I spoke about my career stuff because I was very yep. open and confident to talk about mm. that even when it wasn't there. But I with, think it's so important. The more you talk about it, the more other people don't feel, you know, so alone. Mm. And this is a great platform for you to mm. do it. Thanks, yeah, Shazzy Daniel. Thanks, Shazzy Daniel. <laughs> All right. Well, you've got a Guns N' Roses concert that we've got to get you to in <laughs> some time with your lovely I've husband. I've got to put my flanny on. Um, um, love it. Fun. We're yeah. obsessed with uh, that. The Shazzy Diaries is where you can find her on Facebook, Shazzy Daniel on Twitter and Instagram, and, of course, the new site, shazzydaniel.com.au. Um, thank you for sharing the story about your vagina, and we thank can't wait to you. see you soon. Thank you. I love you, girls. Bye, Thanks, lovely. Bye. Bye. Bye, everyone. Were you part of this convo and want more? Join our Thinker Girls posse on Facebook, Instagram, or thethinkergirls.com.au. Next week on Thinker Girl, the podcast. We do have entrepreneur and founder of Twisted Frozen Yogurt in the studio with us, Cass. So, look, the thing that I see all the time is mums pretending that it's easy to be a super mum. Thinker Girl, the podcast with the Thinker Girls, Stacey June and Christy Mercer. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? 
Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 